get Tom Brady to come coach your son, you got to jack a white boy's dick off, son. And I'm not doing it. Dion had to do it. You cannot reach this elite level where these niggas at. If you don't let these white boy play in your ass, you cannot do it, my nigga. You cannot do it. You gotta bend over. You gotta be subservient. You gotta be a dark side nigga. You can't bark at white folks to be a Dion Shatton. You can get mad at them and say certain things, but you can't cuss them and you better not rebuke them. A lot of great points, I, I, but I feel like a lot of the, there are the, the LeVar Balls out there. There are a lot of dads who put their son in a certain position so they could get to the league, so they don't could generate want, don't, millions. Don't, listen, did they blackball that man? Yeah, LeVar, He's still yeah. blackballed to this day. Another one of his boys is blackballed. The sports, announcer, the sports announcer is saying certain things. Pay attention. They done sent the one that bad to get it. The homeless girl. She done got one of them. The one that gets everything his daddy done taught him. They've been attacking that black father because he wouldn't bend and break. He's just got the tenacity, the tenacity and, and resiliency to, to overcome and withstand and to defeat. But there are many black fathers. Ezekiel Elliott fought. There are many black fathers get pushed to the side and get defeated, my nigga. Because they won't bend or break. Strong black fathers are not held and admired to America before America. They don't want to see a sprawling black father with his kid. The only reason we see in Dion is because this they talking nigga. And he's making a lot of money. But that. let me but let me say this though. Dion, if Dion stays real like you like you said he should have, are you saying he should have sacrificed? His son's career, because if they would have stayed at Jackson State, I'm not State, saying his, nothing. His, I'm saying black people still should be supporting HBCUs and not okay. Dion. Got you, got you. They made it about HBCU when Dion was coaching. Black people, Solari, and everybody made it about HBCU. They came up with a hashtag. Now I'm saying they was lying. It, it wasn't about those black kids. It wasn't about a better schooling and quality education for HBCUs. It was about Deion Sanders shining. You got to put a coach in there that's influential to, to, grab, to grab the people. Homie, listen, homie, you don't. HBCU have been existing before. What we've been doing is people took pride in them. The, we used to take pride. We used to wear the jackets, the clothes. We didn't wear Duke. We didn't wear UNLV, homie. Because we had a culture in a community that promoted HBCU. Shout out to my nigga Bill Cosby. That's why I wanted to talk to Raymond White, old nigga. Yeah, yeah, but look, but look, you you said you talked about a reset earlier. I'm saying to get somebody in there to grab the people and get them back on the HBCU shit, you're gonna have to get somebody in there that's we did. electrifying. We had Dion. And what the white folks always do, they come derail. They came and took Dion and made him heal. We had somebody that had Desi Banks, all the celebrities in the locker room, on the sideline, doing skits with the player. Come on, homie, we had it. Nigga generated it. Nigga, I started following Jackson State University football player, taking pictures with him. 
They start becoming celebrities. We started bringing nigga Jackson, Mississippi started, nigga won't start visiting just to go by the continent. We had it. Then the white boy looked and said, man, shit. We already know they're having problems. Homie, somebody got to make a sacrifice for it. Dr. King did. Dr. King did, my nigga. He made a sacrifice. Yeah, he, he sacrificed his children. Because right now, today, his children resent us, my nigga. Somebody got to make a sacrifice. Colin Kaepernick did. And when the white folk gave Colin Kaepernick all that money with Nike, guess what? No more kneeling, no more angry nigga. But they gave it to Colin Kaepernick. We still have injustices. All of a sudden, we're not mad anymore. There's still been police shootings of unarmed black people, but because they've satisfied us by way of entertainment, sports, music, not equal rights and equal protection. So I'm saying Dion shouldn't have done nothing but what he did. I'm saying as black people, we shouldn't be buying Colorado University tickets to support Dion because at the end of the day, we're not supporting Dion. We're supporting a college university that's 99% predominantly white that haven't had a history of doing anything for black students, black people. When you look at the history of Colorado, nigga is not favorable to black people. If you move there now, they're not favorable to you, nigga. Only during football season. So why are we blacking out buying all these motherfucking tickets so that alumni and all of our HBCU are watching us do this? Imagine, my nigga. So let me just say this. 60 Minutes just did a story with Dion. You know what they show? All the abandoned houses in Jackson, Mississippi. Making it look like it. Nah, homie, they got some wealth out there too. That was very offensive to those people. All for this one toe having ass nigga. Turf toe ass nigga. I ain't never liked him. I wasn't a what Dion is- fan, nigga. I was a Barry Sanders fan. Michael Irvin fan. Troublemaker. He was always prime time. Show off nigga for the white folk. White boy kind of nigga. I've always been a nigga been against the white boy, homie. All my crimes have been predicated toward white people. Everything I've ever done wrong in life, homie, was always toward white people and other races. It's never been toward my people. I didn't sell dope in the black community. I didn't gangbang and shoot up neighbor houses. I didn't do none of that, my nigga. None of that. I served time as a kid, seven years, for standing over white men and watching him die giving my 16-year-old friend a gun and encouraging him to shoot that motherfucker. Laughed about it, my nigga. Was taught it. But look, but before, before we end this topic, right? Because I just want I want you to get your message across. And I don't want to confuse I'm nobody. I'm, I'm bringing the earth on this, my so, nigga. But look, one minute you say, Dion did what he was supposed to do, and then you go back and say, fuck him. I hope his kid get injured. Yeah. I never liked him. Turf toe. So which one is it? It's like... Uh-huh. Well, this is still football and sport. <laughs> right? This is nigga out, out this over. Dion did what any man and father is supposed to do with a family. Go where the money go. That don't stop me from not liking him, because I respect his decision. It's still fuck him, nigga. 
Turf talking motherfucker cost plenty of money during child for plenty of ages to know, homie. Oh. Dion is, is, ain't a hero to me. He a hero to y'all. Because y'all grew up watching sports. I grew up in a boys' home, nigga, with murder cases. The books I was reading, them niggas were watching sports. I was reading books, revolutionary books. The hell, I was reading revolutionary books, homie. Black literature. Got niggas writing me. So I'm a, a, I'm a product of a revolutionary kid, homie. Black pounds of party books. That's why when they presented the game banging shit to me, it was so appealing. Community, revolution, and progress. They come from tripping. They come from. So that's why it was so appealing. Because it came with a revolutionary aspect. Nigga, it, it, sports don't revolutionize my mind. I'm not entertained watching sports. I'm not finna sit there and watch all four. Nothing like that on me. So it's yeah, fuck the uh. And if you're playing football, hurt him. Let me go to a little league football game when we whispering in a little nigga trying to hurt him, trying to break his leg. You I did say that, wait, you did say that too in your viral video. You said you feel like more people should uh, support um, coaches in their own city, you know, even Little League. Oh, but you know, oh, but you know, uh, even high school sports in some cities and states is big because they support it. Wow, this first year, we've never seen nothing like this. Black people all of a sudden tune into this one cottage. What about all these HBCUs that's winning? If we go over there, they're going to look too. So I'm saying somebody who has a light, why not take your light over here and shine it? When I went to uh, Pas Pascagoula, Mississippi, I went to Moss Point High School. Moss Point High School got one of the best bands in the country. I want to shine my light. The football team went viral. So why not go shine y'all light on these HBCUs like y'all shining this big bright light on Colorado? And, and we rotate it once a month. This final school do a new school once a month for one year. Look how much money it can generate. One weekend, 18 million? It goes to the alumni. I just want people to remember this, homie. 99% predominantly White school. Made some millions off his, his shades, too. 99% predominantly white school. Dion is benefiting. Great. Black people is losing horribly still. Mainly HBCU. And shout out to President Trump for giving HBCUs more money than they have ever been given before. But we go support a coach who walk away from, but not a president who ensures that they get more money than they've ever been given before in the history of their doors being open. We gotta be oxymorons as black people. I swear, I swear, homie. That's why I come with this nigga narrative because I don't wanna be associated with black people, my nigga. I want them ignorant niggas where I go to these motherfucking clubs at and perform. I don't want Live Nation money. I, I, want, I want the Chitlin Circuit money. 
I want the Negro League. I want the Black Wall Street money, the Rosewood money. You know why? Because those people spend more money than anybody on earth. And if you give them what they like, or if you give them what they don't like, they spend money on both. Speaking of the speaking of the Chitlin circuit, uh, I want to get to the T. We did the TK interview. That did damn near a million views. Uh, he spoke out after that. Showed you a lot of love, too. He never disrespected you. You never disrespected him. You just said what really happened. Yeah. What's that like now? Oh, uh, I finally got one Live Nation chick from the, from, from the first show to Las Vegas. I just got that the other day. So I still ain't been paid all my money. Uh, he been calling. Uh, I don't want to talk, nigga. I ain't been paid all my money. Uh, he saw that I bought my, I purchased a, a, a necklace for my daughter for her birthday. Uh, he reached out to my jeweler, uh, somebody he's been in contact with, doing business with. Uh, he reached out to my jeweler, Katie the jeweler, uh, and offered to pay for my for my daughter's necklace. That was nice. He ain't paying for it. Niggas just be talking. Yeah, he ain't paying for it. <laughs> and I'm a nice little person. Yeah, he ain't. So niggas just be talking. But I see him bragging about he done got his Live Nation shit. Oh, uh, I seen him say do interviews or ask, or tell Charles and Dubair to send me that cash out. Uh, he got my cash out from the $250 he cashed out me for them five shows. Oh, uh, I've met, I've met other legendary comedians uh, in this game. Oh, uh, and they all said when they watched this interview, they knew he was fucking over me because he keep emphasizing uh, that I have to pay my due. And, 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 and one, one, one legend in particular, uh, not that they said anything toward T.K. Kirkland, uh, Mr. Shucky Ducky uh, came in one of my most recent shows and said, with this kind of power you have because you're an interesting person, you're very interesting, you don't have to be funny. You put asses in seats, and that's proven. People come out to see you because you're interesting and you're very interesting. And that's all that matters. And that's what the old comics are forgetting. He can put asses in seats.